What is up, everybody? Welcome to NFTs in the Arena. You're with your hosts, Mike and Jono. Jono, what's going on, brother? What's happening, Mikey? I'm lekker, dude. How are you? you say, say hello to our amazing audience. <laughs> what's up, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> things. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, Jono, I mean, I mean, before we get started, everyone, please, as you've been doing, like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Get those likes up, please um, subscribe if you haven't already. And yeah, let's get into it, Jono. So a lot of stuff still going on in the NFT and crypto world. I think last week the markets were crashing beyond belief. People were losing their their houses <laughs> and their mortgages again. So this mm -hmm. is something that I wasn't intending on starting with, but I mean, I, I think I got a little fire in my belly about it because what I saw happen last week in the the prior week is effectively in my opinion some form of deja vu oh, yeah. and what i'm effectively alluding to is if you recall in late 2017 just on the cusp of 2018 when bitcoin as well as um, ethereum were in the mainstream i would say at that time obviously mm -hmm. they had been around for several years before that. Yes. And at that time, we were still kind of new and you, those kind of people that invested then and took the money out are the kind of people that are saying, ah, I should have just left my money in there. And anyway, I just remember this time towards the end of 2017, speaking to people and hearing and reading that people were taking their mortgages or their bonds on their homes or selling their homes or putting these bonds in and basically taking like a million rand or a million dollars here in the United States and staking their house on, on crypto and it collapsed and people lost everything, right? Mm -hmm. And the same, to, same has repeated itself, but I think on a larger scale. And what I mean by that is not only the masses of the people, I also just think the significant amount of dollar value that's gone towards crypto in the last year. And I do believe that NFTs have obviously contributed to that significantly with the amount of money seen invested in 2021 and i believe in 2022 throughout the year towards the end of the year even going into next year i would imagine based on what the market is telling me based on what businesses are saying is that there will inevitably be some form of a recession whatever magnitude that is i don't know <laughs> but talking about this everyone a lot of people losing money i mean you i think we spoke about it we touched on luna the last time and what happened yeah, yeah, yeah. with them, right so i mean like in your opinion and obviously you talk to a lot of people i know you're part of a, a, quite a few telegram groups and discords and what not have you found that people are now incredibly reluctant to invest in crypto because of this because i just before i, I let you answer that there's obviously two kinds of people right there's people that are effectively investing in crypto for the long haul with the intention of putting that money towards that that cryptocurrency with the intention of maybe or in most cases the belief that that money is something i don't need right now and it can go into um the crypto market and then you get the guys that are just social followers in a way the guys that are just investing because they're getting told to invest in it and when they invest in that small amounts of money because they are inherently risk averse and reluctant because they haven't educated themselves enough to be, feel a bit more comfortable with the trajectory of crypto and understanding that there's going to be these peaks and troughs. So those are the kind of people that pulled out and some people that, that were still of that educational um, 
value, call it that, invested a lot more money and lost a lot more money. And now I'm negative towards um, crypto. So like, what is your take on this whole thing? And I mean, how, how have you perceived it or you believe the people in which you engage with have perceived it? Well, um, yeah, look, there's been a lot of uh, nuance that's been surrounding this, this, this situation and uh, touching on what's, what's happened with the recession. Uh, in 2017, there was definitely, Mike, you there? Oh. Yeah. Uh, during 2017, crypto went into a bear market. So this time with crypto going to a bear market, it's meeting the, the whole drop in the stock. So ultimately that's colliding at the same time this time around. So the, the, the drops are even a lot more significant. And with the market cap being so high in 2022, this, this resulted in a, a lot more and a, a more significant impact on, on, how can you say, the, the, the average investor, if that makes sense. Now, what's happened is retail investors have come into the market because of hype and as a result have been impacted because of this whole scenario that's happened. And ultimately, because most people don't understand the investment space, they don't understand that it's, 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 it's a patient game. It's either a lucky game or it's a smart game. And as, as the markets dip, people pulled out because they're not going to be patient enough to, to, to long live the, 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 the bear market and also this, this financial dip in, in the stock market itself. Because a lot of people that have a lot of money in crypto are going to be pulling out because of the substantial dip in other asset portfolios, if that makes sense. Correct. So yeah, yeah it's, I think uh, like if, if I, 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 like, to, I like the way you explained it. Yeah, when I when I was chatting to to one of the founders of Rock Mummers, he bought Bitcoin around that time when it went into its first bear market in 2017. I think he put quite a bit in, and he was a huge advocate of 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 um, you know the space. But as soon as his money <laughs> dissipated substantially he pulled out and became a, a non-advocator of the space it's like interesting ah, dude. Yeah, that is that is interesting because those people are being created right now those yeah, kind of people exactly. are being created right now dude i think even more so in the nft mm. space because this is incredibly newfangled compared to the likes of bitcoin and ethereum mm. so that's interesting that you say that though so he was much like probably myself at the time, it was all for it. And then you start realizing how much money you can lose. Yeah. Your attitude will likely shift. I think mine was more of a neutral thing and more of an understanding. But I believe at that stage of my life, perhaps the, the cash flow, the monetary assets that I had hold, held at that time mm. wasn't worthy of that risk at the time, in my opinion, maybe at that point in my life. I can't remember, but... I definitely now wasn't like negative towards it. I don't think I had really killed it or whatever have maybe people might have done or are currently doing now. Mm. But I just remember people telling me how their cousin or their brother or someone in their family <laughs> or their friend group had lost so much money in banking on this. And you think to yourself, I mean, if those people could perhaps have identified an alternative way to maintain their living, whilst that, that, that is in a dip where they had this true belief that this was going to be the where the market was last year. 
I mean, it's, it's an age-old thing of investing, but I just think it's incredibly fascinating because if you think about it, I believe people are a lot more trustworthy of the stock market because there's tangible organizations, there's peoples, mm. there's, there's faces to the names, there's representatives, there's boards of directors, there's shareholders, there's various people involved where you can almost validate the value of that organization, the value of that individual, and you can almost touch and feel the trajectory of the success or the, or the demise of that organization. However, with the blockchain or cryptocurrency, it's somewhat different. And I, I suppose people could argue that it's somewhat the same and perhaps it's not. Uh, I reserve my reservations about that because my intention is to basically just say that I believe that because people are more trustworthy of the stock market currently, but then it comes a generational thing. Because do you think Gen Zs or millennials are more trustworthy of the crypto market or the actual the New York Stock Exchange? I, you know what, uh, to touch on, I think this is amazing because I came across something I mentioned that by 2024, uh, the Gen Z population is going to outnumber the baby boomers. And banking, 2024. Yes, and big bank, banks like Goldman Sachs and that are already looking at how they can change their strategy to, to, to appeal to the masses, because that's ultimately what it is. So that's going to be the Gen Z people. And Gen Z is currently of a very, let <coughs> me say, they don't, they're not a, a generation that's very trustworthy because they've come into a system that's a shit show. You know what I mean? Like there's- You mean they, they, they're not, they don't have the- They don't trust. trust the system. They don't trust- Yes. Mm -hmm. Like even religion, religion's taking a knock from Gen Z because they don't it trust be, the system. Yeah. Yeah. So trust is the main aspect. And this is why I believe we've gone into the trust age. It's no more the, the revolu uh, industrial revolution. We now moved into trust age and it started when the internet first manifested from web one, moved into web two. Now we're going into web three, which is basically a, a more polished version of a, a trustworthy system with the whole smart contracting embedded in it. So ultimately we're just taking out mutual contracts that we have in typical reciprocating trades with people and systems and we're bringing it onto the blockchain. So I do believe Gen Z are going to trust um, blockchain technology and systems and um, organizations on that space a lot more than, for instance, the current guys that are, are, are there on the stock market. Because if you really look at it, if you had to dig deep, these are perhaps baby boomer investors, right? And they're manipulating the market because they've got the, 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 the capital, but slowly but surely, the small guys are coming, the kids, the youngsters, people that are making million dollars and millions and millions from their bedroom, you know, for computer and they're 16 years old. So these, these guys are going to have um, a lot more to say in the future. And what community- They already are. Oh. They already are, man. Mm -hmm. There we go. Mm -hmm. There we go. So yeah. That's it's interesting. I, I like the idea of, of trust, dude. It's, mm -hmm. it is, and I think it, it does speak to like what we've spoken about before with these DAOs and these decentralized organizations and how <coughs> this, this tribalism or this form of community is it's so impactful now and so relevant now 
but it, it makes me think, so just to bring something that I was reading about this week, I'm just going to pull it up here. It was an article that I had read where it spoke about, and this, I'll tell you why I'm bringing this in, because it's saying how does the world, how the world does digital, and it says more millennials than boomers. It's so funny that you were talking about this, right? But there was effectively the, the whole point of the conversation went into how travel destinations, hotels, and the likes, entertainments, golf courses are now looking to NFTs as a potential solution to avert, particularly in hotels or vacations or even timeshare, what timeshare used to be, yes, where yes. people would book and they wouldn't come, right? Yes. So now they, 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 they're playing with the idea or the idealization of the fact that they would want to allow people to buy NFTs, which would allow them access to utilize the hotels and whatever it may be. But the benefit of this now is as opposed to having to try to sell your timeshare where it's going to have the dollar amount or having to pass it on with someone. And it's just a lot smaller pool of people can actually tap into that to actually create that solution when you perhaps cannot make that trip. And now the property sits vacant. So someone's losing out there, right? It's not all parties except the person that's getting paid at the end of the, of the rainbow. Yes, yes. If you, want to, if you want to talk like that. Exactly. My point is like now by purchasing NFTs, if I have an NFT towards, or a token more so, towards um, an amount of time allocated to a hotel or a hotel chain like a Marriott or a Hyatt and the likes, I can't make it. I can just quickly sell it on the blockchain. Someone buys it and they can go utilize it because that's how quick the transaction can become. It made me think that's how properties is obviously going to eventually work when it comes to smart contracts and effectively taking out the middleman, taking out the agents where this commission amount will be far more less significant. And the nice thing with the blockchain, with the, the property or the smart contract of that nature or timeshare or, or access to a hotel is you can actually trace the whole trail of that and know who's actually had ownership of that. And it's, it's just it's such a cool thing to dwell on. I love just thinking about what other areas of the world can that be applied? Mm -hmm. Well, look, I think with, with the, the, the reservations in the hotel space and um, even in Airbnb and all that, um, I see there, there being a, a huge marketing potential with, with the moving of, of, of the NFT. Um, and also the way they can introduce uh, affiliate partners in the smart contract, which I think is super beneficial because um, if I were to buy a ticket or a reservation uh, at the Hyatt, uh, the NFT comes with uh, like 10% off at the spa down the road. Uh, it's, I don't know, JC Spa, and then there's another Oh, I get a free coffee at Starbucks. So there's a whole marketing uh, platform that's built into the smart contract that now you have now simple access just by the, the, the click of a button that gives you so much uh, leverage through this, this reservation. And at the same time, were you to not make it, you can simply just move it uh, without all the, the backend issues. Because I think that's like current systems in, in, in the, the the, the lodging space is ultimately designed on white label solutions, you know, which is known as APIs, application programming interfaces. And 
now that's all being mitigated because those are back end middleman solutions that are now falling into the smart contract. So the hotel can just mint um, 100 NFTs for Airbnb, 100 NFTs for booking.com, um, 100 NFTs for wholesalers, for instance, through airlines. So yeah, there's, there's, a, there's an interesting way that they can use the NFT as, as an option to, to distribute uh, marketing material and longevity, perhaps even use it as a digital asset. So there's, there's, there's many creative ways that they can look at uh, optimizing on NFTs and it's definitely something that's gonna happen. Yeah, no, it's definitely is happening. I mean, you just, what's, but what is interesting now, and I'll, why I've just taken a step back is that naturally there's a lot of startup companies, a lot of tech companies working in the space, trying to do very cool things because the technology is there now, right? It's just about how to curate it and make it something that's gonna be of value to society. Yeah. And some might, some might actually argue that people have created NFTs like that guy. I mean, there was that kid, I can't remember which country it was from. He just took a, a selfie every day for a few Oh, yeah, days, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember that. A significant amount of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, what value is that, right? People would argue, but people would say, now we formed a community. So one day, we, I mean, we can hold the value to that if we stick as a community. But now I actually would love to see actually the value of those NFTs right now. Mm -hmm. Because... You would imagine they would have dropped because crypto has dropped, right? But the thing is yes. now that value is only of relevance to the person or the eye of the beholder, the person that bought it. But they obviously thought, okay, because now a huge community is buying these things, we form a <laughs> part of something that's pretty much unique, right? And I think that fuck, Johnny, your cough put me off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll cut, we'll cut, we'll cut this. <laughs> okay, let's go again. So, um, what I was saying is, what was I saying, Jono? <laughs> You're speaking about the, the, fuck your cough, put me off. Okay, I know what I was talking about. I was, I was talking about. Okay, you're gonna have to cut this, John. Yes, yes, obviously. Obviously. Okay, obviously. Yeah. Yes. All right, sorry, guys, we had some technical difficulties there. But um, going back to what I was saying to John, is that like everyone bought these NFTs of this younger guy and he made his money, and they all, all of the opinion that this value would hold. And I know going to something that's more more relevant or as a benchmark to understand the dynamic of value and how it's um, already transgressed for an NFT is the the guy that um, that his NFT for the very first tweet that was ever made and he sold it for quite a few million, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And now the guy that bought it tried to resell it and it's it's not even a few thousand dollars <laughs> that he was offered. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, look, I think like, no, no, I imagine like I'm saying the winners were the guys that acted so fast, dude. Like the guys yeah. that were, and it's just interesting to see how it went up like this and it went down again. But it obviously it's gonna it's gonna go up again for sure. But in, I think in a more strategic and a more organized fashion, I think that the initial rush was like what you'd call the California gold rush. Definitely, like if you look at it from a money perspective, it's that. Um, from a technology perspective, it's, 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 it's happening. People are there working, getting funding, uh, seed funding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Building projects like Gary said. Um, the, the cats that are going to 
are gonna build NFT projects now that are, 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 are should I say, adequate, are gonna be the future leaders of the of of this space in, in the near future. Much like the Googles and and the Facebooks, there's gonna be new peeps on the block because <laughs> they're working now. When when the markets are down, they're working because it's not a bad investment for them. Mm-hmm. Not about the, the 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 dollar value of the NFT right now. It's about solidifying the the technology so that hotel industries can make use of it. You know, and it's a it's a normal thing. That's how you buy your. Right now, you don't buy an NFT as a reservation. <clears throat> I don't know even if you can pay for Bitcoin with Bitcoin. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Who knows? I haven't done a reservation in a while. So yeah, I think. It's definitely um, something that's happening in the back end. Uh, but as a retail investor, as investors, right now, it's a, it's a tricky time. Especially if a dude like that put a lot of um, leverage on that value. For instance, could his job or her job because of the, the, the spike in the NFT project and all of a sudden now it's down and out. So those, those kind of decisions are, are, are very uh, predicated on, on, on money. And that's hence why it's, it's usually a very negative impact because people are trying to make money quick. There's no quick way to make money. <laughs> if that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think is, this is, but I think is that, that, I mean, like there's the other end of the spectrum there, right? So from what I understand and correct me if I'm wrong, or just uh, help me elaborate a bit better is that, you are saying like now that the market is almost like settled in a way, like it's fallen in the dust is almost settling, or maybe it's still got a, a bit more to do. I do believe that obviously the right people with the right intentions will be now the next successful people, but you can't argue the fact that last year kids that are seven years old, 13 years old, 16 years old, they're making a significant amount of money in dollar revenues by selling NFTs by doing this, right? People work their whole lives, they work a lot harder, they think they work smarter and they cannot achieve that, right? There's, there's two ends of that spectrum. So, I mean, that's a completely different conversation that we can actually um, oh, yeah, break yeah. down. Definitely. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, you said, like, the guys that are in it to win it now, like, they are, they'll t- they're not really there for the, the, the face value monetary objective they're looking to add value in the long term right call call it how you will Mm. but i mean i and i would agree with that and i see a lot of cool projects like i have a friend alex who i should actually bring on you alex levine he's got like um technology that they've developed i don't know if he's the engineer but anyway he's part of this company where you know like when you have in your you're taking a selfie and they sometimes put like faces on you and whatever mm-hmm. it is on these social media platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like these helmets that it literally goes around your head and you're just looking at the helmet like this, but it looks like there's a full on helmet around your head. If I'm moving like this, wow. the helmet's moving with you. So it's a form of AI, yes. right? And I would, I don't know if it's a side of virtual reality. I'll let him actually elaborate on that. It might be of value to bring him on you. Actually, it'd be pretty cool. But anyway, no. these guys are doing cool things, and I think they have a, uh, they had a good a good round of investment. Okay. And but you've seen a lot of people now. A lot of startups are probably a bit scared because now the investment is running dry. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the people in the world are preferring to to hold on to their money or perhaps invest in something that's a little bit more solid, like a property or whatever that may be as we enter this next potential recession. 
So, I mean, like, I, I kind of agree with you in that sense, but I guess I could argue the opposite. Look, I think uh, with, with, um, with the investment currently coming into the system, people like Gary Vee are going to be your angels. Uh, so, mm. it's about targeting the right investor or person that's going to fund you. You're not going to get money, perhaps, from the bank. <laughs> So you need to go to people that are into this space. And in, in the USA, there are huge guys that are throwing money uh, at, at people that are driving solutions. Because if you go and look at Stephen Bartlett's company, Web, Web3, I think it is his latest one. Um, <laughs> that guy is pushing and he's saying that the cash flow is coming in. So that means there are people that are interested in the space. Um, but they're going to throw their money at things that make sense. And also, he, he, yeah, exactly. I think yes. like if they sold also, you I mean, a lot of people will, but a lot of people would invest in Steve Bartlett, right? Because 100%. he's been so successful. He's such 100%. a thought leader, right? Mm. And it'll be interesting to see actually how he has to pitch to investors. I'm sure they come into him at this stage in his life and his career. But well, those, those conversations must be incredibly. Yeah, I think with blockchain, it's. it's no, no, go ahead. I think with blockchain, he becomes uh, in a position of uncomfort once again. Because uh, even his friends at Dragon's Den or wherever on top-notch spots perhaps disagree with his, his, his uh, investing mindset. <laughs> top-notch spots. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called? Is that, did you just make that up? No, I just made it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you, should, you, should create your own, you should create your own one. Top-notch spots. I was talking about John Bagley. What what will be the concept of the of the show, because because you because you because you're a very different person when it comes to processes and procedures. Yes, How yes. would you? So this is so this is us now, right? This yeah, is yeah, yeah. me and you. We at the table now. We Simon Carl from Idols and uh, yes, America's yes. Got Talent, but this is yes. Jono's version. Mm. What did you call it again? Top notch. <laughs> what is top notch? Right. So this is top notch. Top notch. And uh, a new game show or new new show, mm. um, ideas by Jonathan, where people come and pitch business ideas for Web three. What what is the pre prerequisite, or more so, what did you make them do as opposed to a typical pitch with like a PowerPoint? Yeah, I think I would um, I would have them create a create a creative way, or should I say? conceptualize a creative way to to express one's reason as to why they're doing it and um, through the process of failures that is built up so i'll just take a different stance you know not not like let's let's get sentimental about this experience you know it's not like a now i'm gonna i need to win these guys over kind of shit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this, this is this is why I said come yeah. up with it because you 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 are yeah. so different to what would be out there. I think people yeah 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 have to hear how hundred percent top notch top notch yeah top notch okay so like I like what you said and I, I don't know if I'm articulate or articulating it correctly but um. You're trying to see a more meaningful reason as to why a person is pursuing this journey, right? Yes. And I mean, I was just, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I might as well just talk about it, is that because we're in Web3 and people are developing technologies around AI and around 
virtual reality or holograms more so how cool would it be if you developed a technology where the hologram was effectively this person talking to you and explaining to you as to why the her or this technology needs to be available to society because she's coming from a, a digital perspective right you know what i mean i think there's been some movies that have that kind of concept i think i can think of one in particular but i just don't remember the name but yeah, I do agree. No, uh, no, no, no. It's it's, yeah. it's actually very quite far in the future kind of thing. <sighs> anyway, I'll 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 mention it next time. Uh, okay. But yes, I I do think. Mm, yeah, it's it's it's, it's confusing, bro. Like, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> All right. So everyone, look out for Jonas Top Notch coming to you live on a, a what it'll be on a. The, what kind of channel would it be on? An MTV? <laughs> Go back to old school. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. No, no one really is watches MTV. Uh, sorry, I don't I, know, dude. I, I would, I would imagine it is, dude. I, I mean, it's just yeah. like a, a, it's I like think, a reality show channel, to be honest. Man, you know what? I saw something on TikTok, bro, where this, this, these, these guys playing a band, but they're quite uh, in unison, so they all gather around, but it's in portrait mode, obviously. But it's alive, and that's how they share their content. So they just do a live every day, and they all just wow. you know, talk, sound it, as it. And I thought about that. And I was like, that's the future of 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 podcasting. That's the future. Like YouTube's going that way. Eventually, mm -hmm. because people are on the go, they don't have the time. Like even even Netflix is gonna. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe TVs will go that way. I remember when the first Apple. TV that I, I saw a concept of it was in portrait. And I was like, wow, is that, I could be mistaken, but I've seen it. Maybe it was just on Pinterest or something. And I was like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, think, I don't think society would accept that. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right because Maybe I mean, TVs people, would have argued, people would have argued the same for the iPhone as well. Who wants to use a phone where you, you don't actually have the fuel? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think today was actually a very funny one. Um, so, Jono, <laughs> we've come to the end. Another episode under the belt. Uh, I think actually incredibly funny one and still <laughs> actually very, uh, very interesting, I think, or from our perspective at the very least. So, mm -hmm. everybody that's listening and watching, please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow our socials. Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on TikTok, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, we're on everything. And yeah, just give us a like, give us some feedback if you can. John, any closing remarks for the top notch founder? Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll close off with a, a Charlie Munger quote um, Show me the incentive okay. and I'll show you the results. There you go, everyone. Take care. Yeah.